We are the future. So listen close. This is I Escape signing on. AOK is a podcast filled with wonder and venture towards a blissful freedom of escapism. So whoever and wherever you are out there, welcome. Let this be one to remember. Let this venture be AOK. What's up? So, Mass Effect Hindsight. Um, I kind of had a story idea like this floating around in my head for a while now, and um, I kind of wanted this to be something that I would love to see in a future Mass Effect game series. And this idea recently came back to my mind after seeing that there's hopefully going to be a remaster of the games, and if there's going to be, Bioware, you guys are slacking. You should have been advertising this stuff right now and not letting it float around as just a rumor. Ugh. Like, that is horrible business. Like, I, I, I got a rant about this real quick. How are you guys gonna have two back-to-back, back-to-back flops and not get on your A-game for this one with the advertising and stuff? Like, come on, man. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Andromeda and Anthem, but they definitely were still flops. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, you have this flagship series of yours, and you're gonna just let it drop and be like, oh yeah, it's here. Like, where's the advertisement? You guys know you have the advertisement for it. Come on. Get it done. Even if you gotta do it on YouTube, get one of your people to just talk about it on YouTube and have some gameplay footage. Like, come on, man. It's not that hard. Uh... Anyway, so yeah, I mean, like if you, even if you just did it to, on YouTube, it's gonna it's gonna track. It's really gonna track. You don't have to advertise it on TV or nothing. Just do that and have some ads running across like the YouTube community. But either way, that's just me. Maybe it's not dropping as soon as it is. But a lot of people are thinking that, and I gotta say, you guys should at least be saying whether or not it's dropping now or later, because you guys are dropping the ball from my perspective. Anyway, let's get to something more delicious. Actually, no, that is pretty delicious too, but here's something even also delicious. That was not the right word structure. I apologize. Sentence structure. All right, let's continue. So Mass Effect Hindsight are essentially stories that I always thought would be cool that I thought about originally um, a little bit about, a little bit back. Um, they follow characters outside the normal view of what we have experienced during the games, but maybe, maybe, maybe have thought of or at least caught small glimpses of. So I mentioned this before in an episode of my Mass Effect playthrough on my gaming YouTube channel, Ready, Set, Win, that I unfortunately could not finish due to a horrible technical issue that I can't seem to fix. But anyway, um... Involving stories of characters who are in the mix, some as Shepard and his crew, but are off doing their own thing as well. We play as small instances of characters who had to flee or fight for their lives during the attack on Eden Prime to the attack on the Citadel, to playing as a Krogan during the Ragnar Wars and or the Rebellion, 
being Garrus in his Archangel days and seeing him deal with losing his crew, to being a Geth, even a Quarian, jumping between the two during the uprising in the Morning War. A day in the life of Asliara being the Shadow Broker, seeing different races dealing with the Reaper threat, from going to the Krogan homeworld dealing with different stories of these characters' experiences, what they're dealing with prior to, and just seeing their lives going in uh, into their thought process of this kind of stuff. And just getting the chances to play as these characters and even an Awakened Collector, which is a piece de resistance that I did not even know what was a thing until randomly playing Mass Effect 3's multiplayer one day, um, years after the fact. So for those who may not know, who may have probably missed this, because I think a lot did, apparently some collectors had survived the collector-based destruction of the second game, which makes sense because there was more than one ship and it's easy to see why they would have or excuse me, it's easy to see why they wouldn't have all been there during Shepard's attack since we attacked them without them knowing, and you know, they have their own agendas. So, taken from the wiki, when the Reaper killer known as Leviathan fought the Collectors, it severed their connection to Harbinger with a thrall device. Most Collector forces died as a result, but a few survived. Now these rare individuals fight for the memory of their people, a proud race broken by the Reapers. So yeah, pretty dope. I would have loved to hear what would be going through their minds from reliving memories of their original selves and all that. I'm sure it would have been, it would have been similar to Javik, but still really dope. I mean, you gotta think some part of them still exists in there, even if most of it is collector by now. But this was overall just an idea that i thought would be really cool so you know some parts would handle like a telltale game other parts would handle like mass effect andromeda where it's just straight up action preferably during the sequences where you're fighting like the reapers or you're playing as a krogan during the rachni wars or whatever and some some things can just be mysterious from maybe there's something happening on the citadel where you're just uncovering a mystery of I don't know, some kind of crazy thing. <laughs> I don't know what could happen. I think what I talked about during the video was there was just something off happening during what happened with, um, or actually maybe even just playing as uh, Tally as she's getting in contact with the Shadow Broker, just dealing with that sort of thing. So she's, you know, kind of trying to uncover this mystery of um, pretty much who Saren is and... Um, I forgot Liara's mother's name, but even playing as her or even Saren, I would have loved to see Saren's point of view from all this from Mass Effect 1. I'm a big fan of that dude, seeing all these, I mean, that's the whole purpose of this uh, episode, hindsight, you know, it's just seeing all these different things that we probably won't ever see or, you know, just out of view, but we kind of have a glimpse of it, you know? And I mean, even I'd, I'd even settle for a novel of this kind of stuff, but I just feel that this sort of thing would be a really cool way to bring people back into the series and give it a breath of fresh air. And it'd be fun. You get to really have a ball doing this stuff. And, you know, ooh, excuse me. Imagine if 
some of these characters even ran into Shepard. Like, you don't even have to see their faces. They could just have the mask on, whether it's the male or female Shep. And, of course, the voice never changes, so it'd be pretty awesome. And I'm sure Mark Mir and Jennifer Hale would love to reprise their roles, even if it was something as small as this. But, dude, that'd be phenomenal. And, yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Like, maybe the first installment, you know, each experience is maybe, like, an hour or maybe a couple hours long each time. And it's, you know, it's just episodic. So I think it'd be really cool. I mean, imagine going through a Geth's mind as they're turning on their makers during the morning war because of what's happening. They're being mistreated. They're being killed. And you feel this turmoil. Then you can flash between that and Corian, who is trying to protect their family from the Geth. And they're just running and fighting and all this crazy stuff. And just seeing a lot of that firsthand would be amazing and you know how the citadel kind of has a lot of that stuff cataloged imagine if it was imagine if the story was like that like we see people going through the citadels codex stuff and they're just looking through all of this and studying up on it and that's how we're reliving all of these scenarios i think that'd be a really good way to showcase a lot of this stuff um I'm trying to think who else would be a really cool... I mean, a lot of the characters we have seen have really good potential. You know, it could go from... Char I, I would definitely encourage that most of the cast would be new characters. But I think sprinkling in a few fan favorites in there would be good too. Like like I said, Garrus has his time as Archangel. To um, Samara, maybe as she's looking for some of her daughters. And... I would like to see some of Jack's stuff, but man jack's jack's history is so messed up one of the very messed up um kasumi like there's so many seeing the thefts that she pulls off and is going through all, all that type of stuff like oceans 11 style but i guess it'd be more like ocean 2 because it's only kasumi and um kaiji but either way um I'm trying to think like even seeing the shadow yeah, even seeing the Shadow Broker, I would love to just see something random with him. Or, I guess, just seeing Liara's version of it. Just seeing what she goes through as a Shadow Broker. And, and different things she would uncover. Like, Because, obviously, by the time we go to 3, when she's officially the Shadow Broker, um, for a little bit, she's uncovered a lot of stuff that she just uh, kind of subtly, <laughs> or just nonchalantly in general, just talks about in random cutscenes, which is pretty funny. Um, and yeah, and, and there are a couple of podcasts that I've seen where they have showcased um, some instances of uh, what people are going through during the Reaper invasion. Uh, there was one that dealt with some of the Alliance uh, Army guys, some of the Marines, I mean, on Earth, just dealing with Reaper invasion firsthand. And I thought it was great. Um, and then there was another one, another audio drama I heard of where it was a Solarian Spectre who was putting together his own team that was also just fighting the Reaper threat and finding a way to combat it. And I'm trying to remember the name of these shows. Let me let me see if I can look it up real quick because these were f f f f f f fire. And I wish they had concluded. Both of these, unfortunately, never finished. Well, actually, let me rephrase that. I think the one finished, but I don't think the other one did. Um, let me see. Mass Effect Protocol. 
That one unfortunately did not finish. But it has at least about, let me see here. It has about four, it has about 15 episodes out. But some of them aren't really actual episodes. Some of them are just like, hey, this is the state of the episode series right now. And this is behind the scenes stuff, which is fun. But yeah, I mean, and they're very, very, very well professionally produced. Like the people who are speaking have the voices of the aliens. They have the audio effects on their voices. Um, the story's pretty good. Like the characters are very enjoyable. Um, there's a lot of mystery behind some of them. So you feel like I'm looking forward to hearing what these guys are about. And then there's uh, Mass Effect The Last Stand, which I believe technically had finished, but they left it wide open because I guess if, depending on what Shepard you chose to play as, it didn't take you out of the experience. So it ended before anything was really finished. So that way, whatever choice you made, you can just put it in there and be like, oh yeah, this fits in perfectly. So, you know, that's what I think. But it, it was very enjoyable. Um, it, it made you really feel for the characters because you get a you definitely get a huge glimpse of what was happening on Earth from the moment you leave to when you inevitably come back. But getting a chance to actually live it through these people's experiences with the audio dramas was quite uh, an extra was quite a, a, a well enjoyed addition to this whole thing and I, I know there's a couple other ones out there but those are the ones i've listened to recently that kind of go in on that whole experience but i think this would be a really cool way to kind of just reignite the whole mass effect um in series and bring back a lot of cool things that people would love to see like i hear it a lot where people just want to know about the Krogan Rebellions and the Morning War and just to experience what all happened there. I mean, we've gotten glimpses through the series, but overall, it'll be really, really awesome. And two, seeing stories that unfold during Mass Effect 3 when you're walking through the Citadel and you hear some characters' stories, I think that would be great too. Like the one, um, nah, I was, I was thinking of the one of Sorry, but that story was a little sad, but actually it might work, I'm at work. It, it was sad, but it might be something worthwhile to see because it was involving the Reapers. But just seeing a bunch of stuff regarding that, I think, would be amazing. And I know the comics touch on it, too, but imagine getting to play some of those things firsthand. Another one I thought of just now was one of my favorite Mass Effect books is Liara when she is trying to recover Shepard's body after what happened in between Mass Effect 1 and 2 when he fell into a planet, dude. That was one of the craziest openings in video game history, I swear. Um, and just, I would love to play through that story and just play as Liara and uh, not Thane. He's another uh, same race, though. I can't remember his name, but I would love to play that story. And some of the books, too, would actually be kind of fun. Playing as Captain Anderson in his first outing into the novels. Um, shoot, what was that called? Like, different ones like this would be phenomenal to really play as. Like, the potential would be really dope. Like, mind you, I don't think a lot of people would be... I, I think a lot of people would be into it, actually. But I don't think people 
I don't think like the full amount of the massive community would be super like, yes, take my money now. But I think uh, plenty, plenty of people would love to see this happen. And the books I was thinking about was Mass Effect Revelation and just Onward, I think would be really good. Um, I've read most of the Mass Effect novels, but I think those would be really good to see. Um, I remember in my Mass Effect Andromeda episode where I was thinking of how they could either bring it back or how they could continue it. One involvement was um, doing the book. Um, oh, shoot. What was that book called? The Mass Effect Andromeda book that takes place um, before and like after Andromeda. Oh, shoot, I forgot what it's called. But essentially, it deals with why the Aquarian arc never had really made it at the same time as the other arcs did. Um, you know, just reliving that kind of just going through it as a telltale, just uncovering all these mysteries and investigating stuff. And I think that would be phenomenal to see. And but I remember I did briefly talk about that in another episode, how Andromeda could have been better or what in what DLC could have or what a sequel uh, what a great sequel to Andromeda would be. And I would love to see what you guys could think of, too. Like, what other characters or instances you would love to see happen in the Mass Effect world? I mean, even seeing, like, Liara's mother as she is Benezia. There we go. Um, seeing Benezia as she is trying to figure out what Saren is doing. Because originally, if you remember, if you remember um, she was actually going there to um, overthrow Saren to figure out what he was doing and stop him but she ended up getting indoctrinated so I think that would have been really fun to experience firsthand and her first experiences with Saren the Geth and all that and even experiencing what um, Liara's father dealt with as because they're like what close to a thousand years old close to the end of their I mean they're yeah they're both Matrox and the last section of their lifehood, um, Benezia and, and the father, I mean, so just seeing what they dealt with, like, ima like, imagine seeing it now, like, you see, like, I can imagine the, the, her level playing out now, where you're, whatever Shepard you choose, and of course, um, for instances where Shepard appears, like, here, here's the best part about it, so whenever Shepard appears in the game to, you know, fill out some of these instances because I think that'd be pretty dope. You can customize your shepherd and have certain things play out. It'd be it'd be really simplified so so don't have to put too much work into it, but you know, you can customize your shepherd and have them look how you wanted them to and it, it would be like how you met um that I forgot her name, uh, Liara's father at the bar as she's kind of telling you a bit of her history, how she remembers what the Koreans look like when you know, before the exosuits, how she fought in the Krogan Wars, just seeing as she's telling you about this, you actually get to experience it through her eyes. Dude, <laughs> shut up and take my money. I would love that, all that stuff. And I think it'd be amazing. Um, would I like Bioware to make it? I think the writers should definitely make it or write it, you know, actually have the people who made Whoever helped work on three, and I guess bringing the people who worked on the combat for Andromeda come in, but I, I think these guys should really kind of maybe help it, have it outsourced a little bit, 
have like these different play styles or at least like bring in people who've worked on other projects like bring in some telltale people and stuff like have them work on this project with you because i don't think this would be a game they could personally do without messing it up and i say that with a grain of salt because i mean i i say this to be taken with a grain of salt because the last couple games they made had such huge potential and they're still pretty nice games but there were so many things that fell short i just don't feel confident in them being the sole person the sole group to make this game happen but i mean hey i would i would i would love for them to, to prove me wrong but in an ideal situation i would love them to collaborate with another uh team on this and i think i'll leave it at that i think this would be a phenomenal opportunity call it mass effect hindsight make it like a, a 15 at least over 10 hours of gameplay because i think they could fill in a lot of storylines and you know i don't i don't think you should make all the storylines equal in time like some i think should be shorter than others and some should be longer granted on depending on what they're talking about and the gameplay should definitely vary it all shouldn't be just action oriented this should be something for the people who just truly love the story of mass effect and just am looking forward to playing as whatever like of course make it mainly action oriented but have it so you know you still have uh times where you can have the customized options where you can either choose the paragon or renegade you know bring in that to to a degree um have it where you can play it as like andromeda or like a telltale game and like mix it up and have different things like that maybe even add in some space battles i don't know there are many things that could make this game phenomenal and is it i think it's even more fitting to name it massive hindsight because it's a game that i feel like is in bioware's hindsight right now something i don't think they could see being something worth doing but i think it would be so let me know what you guys think. It's a really rough um, concept, but I think overall, I think this would be something very phenomenal and something to actually even bring other people into the series who may not have liked the whole run and gun thing or maybe even the heavy RPG elements that Mass Effect, not really, honestly, they didn't have that too much in the later entries, but I think something with this type of gameplay and this type of massive difference in characters and all that stuff i think would bring a lot of new people into the whole mass effect thing so i hope you enjoyed this episode and honestly i look forward to bringing more to the table of this in the future so until then i should go And we interrupt this podcast episode for a brief commercial break. Our sponsor has something important to say. The floor is yours, figuratively speaking. Oh, wait, the microphone is yours. That's better. Ooh, another chapter concludes, baby. So, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to help support it by leaving a rating, subscribing, and sharing the podcast with others. That way, more people can see it, whether it's from you or in their suggestion feed. And, if you leave a review on the show, you'll get a shout-out in our next episode. But, 
due to my podcasts being available not just on multiple platforms, but multiple countries. To ensure I see your rating, send me a copy of it either via email or preferably on Instagram. With the subject included being either A-OK or I Believe in Monsters, whatever, if possible. So, social media like that to my other podcasts like I Believe in Monsters, A-OK, and the future one I'll be featured on titled Popcast. The show notes will include the links to that below. Special shout out to David Felician for the excellent track Firestyle used for my AOK and I Believe in Monsters podcast background music and for Emac for his multiple phenomenal contributions to the I Believe in Monsters series soundtrack like its intro and outro titled Her Love. Other songs by them featured in future episodes will also be displayed in the show notes below. So do be sure to support these artists by checking out the link to their work as well. The intro song for AOK titled We Are the Future was produced by me. If you like a copy of it, let me know. Until next time, later days. <laughs>